country and 94.3 the game is going to get you home with the p-man in five four three two one lock it in turn it up it's time for the patrick johnson show on 94.3 the game this is the flagship station of the ecu pirates My mom? You ever seen the movie Cars? Yeah, I have. I have. My So Rascal Flats, right? Patrick said play a great rock song, and I played this. There you go. <laughs> the Tom Cochran version of this is too bad. So my mom, for like years, would drag my dad to the Rascal Flats concerts. I'm sorry. I feel so great. bad for your dad. Yeah. Pump this up here. I kind of feel bad for him after this, right? He's got to earn some kind of points, right? I mean, this Watch is this. the version I'm going to grow up on. Right, here we go. There was a guy that... Uh, married a friend and he actually was a nice guy he married a friend of uh, my brother's kind of a mutual friend of mine and he had the rascal flats look we call him rascal frats is what we called him when we first met him but then he bought his shots and we liked him you know <laughs> so that was he was fine by me that sounds like a heel that, tag team the rascal frats rascal frats maybe that's what your guy chris needs to do with his next uh i think we just gave him a great name his next incarnation rascal frats um, welcome in, everybody. I got all those irons in the fire, but I will talk some pirate uh, baseball for you uh, today. Uh, we say hello to Ben Byram, who is back uh, producing triumphantly. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Ben, uh, <laughs> ben, ben went to uh, the concert last night up in uh, the capital city where Barney goes to party. Uh, the oh, Also, enter Noah in the hizzle today. Uh, Noah... Look, I don't want to, I don't want to put Noah's business in the streets, but I, I asked Noah before the show. I said, "How was your semester, Noah? How'd you finish up?" Like, ah, all A's, double A minuses. It's a lot of great things and going I'm, for this kid. Oh, well, he's got a lot of the great things going for him. He's a big TV personality, star, behind the scenes guy. Is is learning that biz. Good looking young guy, Noah. Where are you from, Noah? Where are you from again? I'm from Raleigh. Find out where he's from. From Raleigh, that's right. Like Inlow or something, right? Inlow or something. Yeah, he said yeah. Yeah, Inlow. Um, yeah, good looking kid. He's got it all figured out. But I mean, he like he's like Ben. You and I couldn't get A's if we try. We didn't try, but we couldn't get A's if we tried. I've had semesters where I've tried my hardest and I end up with like a low B. There was a class in college it was a biology class and i went to that sucker every single class the whole semester i mean every single class you were really trying i was i was i was doing extra work i was asking questions i sat up front there you go and you know what happened you just barely passed huh no i passed I, i'm trying to remember if i got a b or a c because science and math, I'm not a STEM guy. That was not my forte. Same, yeah. And it's just like, I mean, dude, give me a little something for showing up here. 
Because <laughs> they would still take roll, you know, they'd take attendance. I look at it this I way. I'm like, a customer, sir. Like, come on, throw me, throw me a bone here. I'm not saying if I don't put forth the effort, you know, I'm not looking for anything I haven't earned, but I was, I was there every single time. Every time. Did not miss that class. Couldn't get an A in it. I do know that. I felt I had done enough to earn an A, but I did not. I think the only A's no, no. I got in college were like communications or electives or stuff like that. Like it, they're hard to come by for me. So people found out that my dad coached basketball in a PE basketball class, and the guy gave, and I was there for every one of those classes because I loved it. And I played basketball, yeah, and our fun. team won the tournament, and I was burying corner threes. Oh, wait, what position like did you play? Power forward in a point guard's body. Oh, so you were stretch big. Stretch big indeed. And I was knocking those threes down in the corner. I mean, rattling them in. I, I had a huge game in one of those PE games. Rat, just knocking them down there. And dude gave me a B, and I showed up for every one of those, and we won the tournament. <laughs> you were like legit athlete. I, and then there was somebody in a communications class who gave me a B once, and I clearly didn't deserve a B in that class. Don't you know I'm a star, sir? Well, I think sometimes these professors get in their mind, you know, well, I'll show this. Oh, yeah, they, they do. No doubt about it. And, I, I, you know, I mean, I I'm, I'm, was a real whole lot to handle as a young person. But I didn't like, you know, I, I, w I always tried to be cool and respectful. It's just like when they found out kind of a little bit about you, they wanted to knock you down a few pegs. Yeah, it's like. But uh, not Noah. Not Noah. He's out there. He's discouraged that he's got A minuses, which is good. God bless him. I had a communications class where the guy was telling us how radio works, and I'm just sitting there like telling me how radio works. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> Well, they may be right, you know. So yeah. Some of this is voodoo. Uh, yeah, our absolutely. Heads, you, know? you don't even know, I always God. tell the people, when I finally made it to, like, a big corporation, corporate-owned radio in Orlando, which means I had, like, great – well, you had the best insurance. Like, I paid 50 bucks a month, and I had, like, Cadillac coverage. and Jill. mouse we checks? We were married at the uh, – Yeah, well, that was separate. Yeah, I was getting mouse checks, too. But, like, we were separate uh, – you know, Jill and I weren't, well, I mean, Jill and I were together, but we were not married, but she was on my plan, even though we weren't married. And she had like Cadillac coverage. I got, I got surgeries I needed. I got everything under that. Wow. But I'd always tell those guys in Orlando, I was like, you all don't know. <laughs> you, you, you guys are griping about working for the big corporate. This corporate thing is, you know, they gave you a turkey at Thanksgiving. This is great. Yeah. You guys don't know. I've, you, Work some places I've worked. I appreciate this. Same thing with you. Ben's like, the guy's explaining radio to Ben's like, dude, I know hey, it. Hey, man, I, I, this might not be the best, but I mean, I love it. This is all I know. I mean, I'm just I'm just happy to be here. Oh, no, this is a good deal. This is a good deal. I'm, I'm not saying this isn't. I'm just saying, I mean, I worked at some places in Kenston and the Outer Banks and some people from Jacksonville. and It's in a closet. I mean, you get, I mean, you've worked in the business. If you've been stiffed on some checks, and I have, and I mean, that's what I would tell this guy. You guys don't know this is Shangri La. Even even working in Raleigh, whew, that operation. Oh um, yeah, I've seen that firsthand. Whew. Oh, you've seen it. You know. Did um, 
So Ben last night went to a concert, right? You went to uh, the Rascal Flats concert, correct? Yeah, a whole lot of fun. I had that's why I had to play "Life Is a Highway." How can you not be happy or being in a good mood once you hear that song? Come on now. I know that's a that's a really good. I hope it's improved your mood. That's what the show only did song you go I can to tolerate last night? From them. Weren't there two or three concerts last night in Raw? There was the, there was the hockey game, and then there were like a couple different concerts, right? Yeah. Did the yeah. Greek have something? Which one did you go to? Which show did you go to? Rascal Flats or? Uh, I went to the Offspring at Red Hat. Which is the downtown amphitheater, is that right? Yeah, it's really nice. I, I wasn't aware of it. I mean, I've always heard of it, but I didn't know what it looked like. Yeah. It's a really nice little venue. Never been to a show there. Actually, when they kind of premiered it, I went up and did a a, a news story there. And the stage was really cool. And, and No, that whole – but I've never been to a show there. I know a lot of people that have. And so I – um. I got. A, I know some other people that went. Darren Vaught, my our pal and colleague, Darren Vaught went. Yeah, I know he's a big punk music guy. So. Yeah, I had. I know some other people that went from, um, from the east that went. They they said everybody that I everything I could gather they enjoyed the show. Oh no, it was and great. I wake up the. Okay, hang on. I yeah. wake up this morning. Noah, Ben keeps the oddest hours, and I woke up this morning, and I look over at my phone. And I've got a text message from Ben B. Baby Byram. And I think, well, did I miss a call? Did, is Ben in jail? What has happened to Ben? Did he get lost in the triangle and he needs me to, to tell him how to get home? I mean, I, a, a whole lot of things ran through my mind. And then I thought, well, no, it's not. It's a text. It's not a missed call. And I thought, well, did somebody say my name again after a, 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 the press conference? I mean, what happened? That's what I was wondering. Did, was I invoked again? He called and I out. looked and Ben... It was what Ben sent me. Hush, Ben. Ben sent me a a video, and I thought, all right. And it was from the Offspring. It was from the Offspring show. And it was a song. And it was a song we talked about on the show the other week. Hey, you told me it was your favorite one by them. I like that song. Well, no, I they got a couple song songs too. I like, but I like that. And Ben sent it to me, and then underneath the video, it said, "This sucks" or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, what was wrong with what were you mad at it sucked it was i was like, fine i wanted to hear the song the original song and then he pulls out a whole piano and it gets all moody and everything it's like this is, I, i'm coming to an offspring concert i didn't come to see i don't know barry manilow or something <laughs> you didn't go to see billy joel you went yeah. to a yeah. you didn't come to see the elton john concert absolutely you went to, yeah it's okay. not, not, not my style so i watched about two seconds of it and i said i just can't it's too early i gotta get coffee <laughs> but but let me let me ask you something how many times has The Offspring, because that's a song from, what, the mid-90s? Yeah. I mean, all their songs from the mid-90s. Okay. How many song, How many times do you think they've performed it? It's the song Gone Away. How many times would you guess they've performed that song since the mid-90s, which we're talking, Pro what, probably 27 years, let's times. say? I don't think over a million I think times. A real, but I think it's a realistic number. I think you're crazy. All right. Let's say they do 200 shows a year. That's probably ambitious. Let's say they do 150 shows a year, right? Okay. And that song is 28 years old, right? Yeah. 26 years. I'm, I'm going to say 20. So they've performed that song at least over 4,200 times. Maybe 5,000. Anywhere between four or 5,000 times, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a that's not a million, but I mean, that's a fair number, right? All I'm saying is there's Uber drivers out there that have over like 16,000 rides, and they've done, only done it for like three years. So, you know, I was giving <laughs> the offspring a little you credit. You can do more... You could do more rides than concerts, but I mean, let's just say they've played that song five thousand times over the last uh, quarter yep. century. Yeah, I think that's a fair. You you gotta 
they 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 don't these guys they're artists Ben they don't want to play the same songs over and over again the same I wanted to hear so the they guitar wanted, riff I don't want to hear they a piano. wanted to ch- they wanted to change it up a little you can't do the same thing over and over again that's cool but I mean that's not I mean that's not what I expect when I'm going to go see an Offspring concert I bought the ticket Noah I bought the ticket exactly. yeah what is Noah over there running his mouth about he was asking saying, who Noah? bought the what ticket is- and I said I bought the ticket and he was like exactly <laughs> like, the customer is always right yeah. like you said earlier. But no, it was a great show. I mean, uh, I can even appreciate that in a certain aspect. I was only uh, half joking when I uh, said that, but no, it was a great I, show. I figured. Did they do Keep Them Separated? Oh, that was the first song they did. Got really? Got people going, yeah. I was surprised. They did not play All well, you, I Want, which I thought was maybe their biggest song, and they didn't play it I, at I, all. I don't know what that song is. Do yeah. you, um, they played Fly for a White Guy? Oh, yeah, they played that. That's a good tune. Why don't you play uh, Keep Them Separated here in the show at some point? We okay. could go into break or we could do it coming back from the break. Whatever you want to do. Fair enough. Okay. Did you get the tickets that I needed you to get? Tickets? Or did you? Yeah, did you see, see the text I sent you about the tickets? I got a text about tickets. I hope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we'll no. sort that out in the break. You didn't get it? No, I didn't get a text. Okay. Maybe I sent that to the wrong person. Um, I'm going to send you uh, – can we get uh, – well, I tell you, well, yeah, we do need – I want to give away some tickets to the weekend. Oh, yeah, we got tickets for that. Okay. Can you give away uh, four, four tickets going to break? Yeah, let's do four going to break to Friday night's game. How about that? Okay. All right. Perfect. Four tickets, family four-pack. If you need more, I mean, just talk to Ben. He might hook you up. To the game on Friday night. No Chico's this time around. Just the tickets. Do caller three, make it simple. But you get free tickets to go watch ECU and uh, South Florida this weekend. It is uh, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. In all of this rambling, uh, we uh, have had to move the concert on the Common tomorrow with the Chicago, Chicago tribute band Chicago Rewired. It's been postponed because of a rainy and windy forecast for tomorrow, so... We're working to reschedule, and we'll let you know. Uh, and uh, I've not got word on a rain date. We thought we might have one uh, by the time the show started today. But uh, just note that if you were going to concert on the Common tomorrow with Chicago Rewired, that uh, concert has been postponed, a weather postponement. We'll let you know the rescheduled date as soon as possible. All right, going to break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the baseball game from last night. We'll have some audio for you post game. Uh, Ben Byram will take your calls at 252-561-GAME. If you want a family four-pack of tickets to the ECU game Friday against South Florida. We'll be back. Caller 3. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today to the brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's Kids Night at Moore's Barbecue. Let us take care of dinner tonight for your little ones. Every Wednesday night, kids 10 and under eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. 
So come into one of our five locations in Winterville, New Bern, Moorhead City, Swansboro, and Jacksonville. Bring the whole family. There's always enough great food for everyone. If it's not Moore's, it's less. You heard the saying, there are two things every American does, die and pay taxes. Well, there's a third, watch television. Listen, we all watch TV, but it doesn't need to be cable. With a new dish about the size of a pizza dish installed on your home, you have TV of the future. Did you know with this new home service, you can watch TV at home on any computer or tablet that has the internet, even on your phone. Watch TV anywhere in the country, all with this new dish tv service you can go on vacation and take your tv service with you even let your kids watch it at college all for one low price locked in for two years and guaranteed to be cheaper than your cable bill call right now Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Thegame.com for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Well, you are in a really rosy mood today, Ben. No, no, no. No is our music coordinator today. It's a good tune. Look out for Cheryl Crow. Yeah, Cheryl Crow getting it done. Nobody wants to hear me. Play Cheryl. Oh, no, she does. Play this. This It's a good song. Cut it up. Put this on when I go to the working man's beach. Uh, 
Chad in Winterville was the uh, winner of our uh, tickets. Is Chad on the line with us here? All right. I Chad, am. congratulations, and thanks for listening, and, and thanks for calling. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. So this is a time for you to shine. Uh, you got a question. You maybe want to ask Ben about his experience going to Offspring in the capital city. I think it opened the boys' eyes. I don't know. Uh, you want to ask me anything, I'll do my best to, a- to answer it. Uh, or if you just want to make a statement. Uh, this, just as long as it's not profane or gets us sued, you can do whatever you want here. So this is this is your time to shine. Go ahead. Well, I do have one question, and it's almost a selfish question. And I sure. know that it's for four tickets. Right. But is there any way to get six because my in-laws are in town and would love to go with me and my family? So you're a good man because you're taking your in-laws. This, see, uh, usually some guy who's not as good a man as you, Chad, would use this opportunity to get the hell away from the in-laws. If I were in your in your uh, shoes, I would do what I could to get away from the in-laws. That's just how I would roll on this particular occasion. Yeah, he automatically. The mood I'm it. in today. But I think because of that, you will. I think Ben will. You just heard Ben. Ben will hook you up. You must really like your in-law. How Man, long have you been I married? Appreciate it. How long have you been married? Fifteen years. You're not sick of the in-laws yet? I can give you two tickets where they're separate from you in your little group. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law are here. Uh, so, oh, brother-in-law. Um, okay. But they actually, my in-laws live in Canada. And so, oh. yeah, I see them once a year usually. So they're in town oh, to visit to get out of the cold in the, okay. well, no, Canada. Because who doesn't want to get yeah. out of Canada? So, How'd you meet your yeah. wife if she was from Canada? How'd that happen? What happened there? Are you Canadian? She's actually from Chicago, but we went to college together. We both attended okay. Winthrop University. I got you. So, All right. Well, good. Yep. Good, good, good. No, we'll, we'll we'll set you up with that, Chad. That's fine. Yeah, no problem about That's that. Awesome. We'll, I give appreciate you, we'll give you six tickets. No, happy to do it. Happy to do it. We. Uh, so this will yep. be for Friday night's game. You can take them. You all can have fun. They can sit out and... Uh, Enjoy the uh, much warmer weathers than uh, weather than in uh, in Canada, and and you'll look like a hero to the to the in laws. So that's good. This is kind of a yeah, winning and deal I may for even you. Treat them to Chico's like. anyway. So. Ah, well, there's plenty of places to go. Don't let uh, don't let uh, us just. We only have so much Chico's to give away, and we got to space it out. So, I, but we'll we'll figure oh, no, out I'm, another time. Maybe I'll, to I'll put that bill. <laughs> Okay, I got you. No, no, it's good. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. All right. Uh, well, Chad, yep. thanks, and uh, root them on to victory. You know, first place Pirates now back at the top 25 in one of the polls. So there you go. Big win for them last night. So thanks for calling. Thanks for will listening. Do. Appreciate it, Chad. All right. Thank Ben will get straight with him and hook him up. There he goes, Chad. Uh, he knows to come by and get him, Ben. You can, you can work all that out. You got all that done? I guess so. All right. Um, Let's uh, hit today's pirate report. Ben, you ready for that? Let's uh, do that right now. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Well, the Pirates, uh, in a thrilling fashion, that was quite a game last night. Back and forth, close. Duke went ahead, Pirates tied it, and then... Got to the seventh inning, the game-winning two-run bomb from Jacob Jenkins Coward. Who else 
uh, and that allowed the Pirates to sweep the home-and-home -home series over in-state foe Duke. 5-4 was the final last night. Uh, ben, let's uh, go to uh, Coach Godwin on the home runs. He talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Bryson, I think he was 0-2. I know he had two strikes, and he worked it back to 3-2. And, you know, Bryson's just been a great leader for us. And, you know, he's coming up clutch in, in meaningful times. And then J.C., you know, just came up with another big, you know, big home run for us. And, you know, of course, the wind's blowing out to left. But, you know, you still got to hit the baseball. And, you know, I thought our guys did a really good job. They did, and that was uh, quite a game last night uh, between the uh, two. And uh, really a good game, solid little baseball game. Uh, Merritt Beaker got the start. Cliff Godwin on Merritt Beaker's uh, performance last night early on. Yeah, I mean, I thought Merritt Beaker did a really good job, man, to, to be starting against Duke. And he's just continued to impress us the past few weeks in pitcher versus hitter. And I know nobody can see the way he threw the one inning at Memphis, but I'm sure Memphis thought, like, hey, why didn't this guy pitch more? He was locating his fastball on a slider, and, man, he was really good today. Um, you know, we didn't want his pitch count to get up more than it was. Sailor was really good. Terwilliger did his job, and Spivey on fumes. You know, we're trying to not really go to him because he said he had one inning, but, you know, he just grinded it out. And offensively, we were okay. You know, it wasn't a clean baseball game, but our guys found a way to win. I'm proud of them. And uh, in the game, uh, let's see here. Bobby, Garrett Saylor got the uh, win to move to four and three. By the way, Spivey got his fourth save uh, working that inning. But uh, we heard from Garrett Saylor after the game. He said uh, tonight was a, or last night rather, was a, a fun night. It was a night that you felt good. I felt pretty good. I had my stuff tonight. Uh, fastball could locate it well tonight. And, uh, Defense made plays when it mattered, so that was good. Meeker, uh, Beaker, by the way, uh, struck out five and three and a third innings. Uh, and then Saylor came in, and uh, he pitched three and two-thirds, struck out three himself. Pirate pitching combined for 11 strikeouts uh, in the game. More from Garrett uh, Saylor, who uh, said that uh, that was certainly a team win. Yeah, I mean, baseball is a team sport, so uh, it's it's easy for us to – focus on ourselves, but it's hard for us to like make it a team sport. And uh, I think we did that tonight because it was a team win. Had to, everybody was on deck tonight, so it was good for us. And what he did to get a lot of Ks. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's locating the fastball early and then have my put away slider. Uh, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess hitters have trouble hitting that. So if I locate that where I want it to, that's where I'll get the strikeouts. Pirates uh, have won seven in a row right now and have uh, won uh, 13 of their last 16. How about that, Ben, for some quick math? And I said STEM wasn't my jam. Yeah, you were doing some math uh, that, earlier, and I was like, oh, leave me I, out of this. Uh, yeah, leave you out of it. That was uh, today's Pirate Report, and uh, the Pirates will be back in action on uh, – Friday, first of a three-game set against USF East Carolina with a two-game pad in the conference standings. And uh, the uh, Bulls will come in, and ECU will be looking to get a, another sweep uh, this weekend uh, and uh, continue to try to build towards uh, the postseason as uh, that is looking uh, 
better and better. That uh, RPI and that uh, side of things is uh, looking really, really good right now for uh, the Pirates. Okay. Uh, we, I forgot to mention we got Brian Mull on the show with us, so we're going to talk to him. PGA Tour coming out strong, basically saying uh, you are not going to be released to play in this golf event that is uh, being put on by uh, uh, Live Golf and the Saudis uh, over in uh, England next month. So uh, Mull on that when we uh, come back. And, is that legal? Because they're independent contractors. Uh, so we'll get into that and uh, do that in just a matter of minutes here. But right now, Ben B-Baby Byram has a 94-3 The Game Sports Flash update. Ben? Thanks, Patrick. Taking a look at what's happened around Pirate Nation. ECU baseball got a huge win at home over Duke last night, 5-4 to four to make it seven straight wins for the Pirates. A couple of standouts in that game for ECU include Bryson Worrow, who was 2-for-3 with two RBIs and a home run. Jacob Jenkins Coward, who was 2-for-4 with two RBIs and a home run. And pitcher Garrett, Garrett Saylor, who got the decision after pitching a little over three innings of relief, not allowing a hit or a run while notching three strikeouts. Here were Saylor's thoughts following the win. Yeah, I mean, baseball is a team sport, so uh, it's it's easy for us to focus on ourselves, but it's hard for us to like make it a team sport, and uh, I think we did that tonight because it was a team win. Everybody was on deck tonight, so it was good for us. The parts are back in action this Friday in Clark Clare Stadium as they host South Florida in a conference series this weekend. First pitch for Friday's game begins at 6.30. Live play-by-play and pregame coverage begins at 6.15 right here with Scott Rogers and Dr. Gary Overton on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94-3 the game. Speaking of Pirate baseball, ECU baseball alum Seth Cadell has been called up to AAA Guardians affiliate, the Columbus Clippers, and fellow alum and Newburn native Sean Armstrong has signed a minor league contract with the Tampa Bay Rays. Some high school baseball first-round playoff results in the 4A East third-seeded Conley advanced to play with a 7-1 win over Apex Friendship. 3A East defending state champion J.H. Rose blanks Western Alamance. Sixth zip to advance to Friday's second round at home. South Central shut out Southern Wayne and will take on East Wake in round two in Winterville on Friday. 2A East North Pitt will travel to East Duplin for a meeting in the round two after opening round victories. The Panthers pound the Pan Pack 5-1 ending Washington season. 1A East Northside Pinetown weeded out Clover Garden 15-1. Beargrass Charter, Tarboro, and Wilson Prep were all victorious. Today in the NCIS AA State Tournament second round, JP2 travels to Harold's Christian, and that game is already underway. High school softball from yesterday, Conley hammered Pond Force in the open around 15-1 to advance to round two on Friday. J.H. Rose's season comes to an end in the 3A bracket. Congrats to J.H. Rose's golf team. They win the 3A state championship. The Rampants bested second place Terry Sanford by 17 strokes. Rose's Luke Mosley was the individual state champ. From the NFL, longtime Bills defensive end Jerry Hughes signs with the Houston, Texas. Former Bills, former Panthers and Falcons running back Mike Davis has signed a one-year deal with the Ravens. And the Miami Dolphins signed former Patriots and Rams running back Sonny Michelle to a one-year deal. Wrapping up from the NBA, Hall of Famer Bob Lanier passed away yesterday at the age of 73. After what was described as dealing with a short-term illness, Lanier played 14 seasons in the NBA with the Pistons and the Bucks and averaged 20.1 points and 10.1 rebounds in his career with eight All-Star appearances. And Memphis Grizzlies star guard John Morant is in danger of missing the rest of the playoffs after suffering from a bone bruise. He's listed as doubtful for the remainder of the year. That's going to do it for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. I'm Ben Byron. We'll hear from Brian Mullen, the latest from the PGA Tour, coming up after this quick timeout here 
Patrick Johnson Show. And Pirates. Oh, hey there, Panthers. Go, baby. Here we go. Very good. The P-Man. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. If you want the best steak in Eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grillmaster, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. You're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color is hiring stylists. If you're driven, creative, and ready to make an impact, then we're looking for you. We offer competitive salaries, flexible schedules, and professional training with the newest technologies and equipment in the industry. Stop by your local Fantastic Sam's today and show us what you've got. Apply at locations in Goldsboro, Kenston, Greenville, Newburn, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, and Calabash. Fantastic Sam's. Real salon experience. Real savings. Real fantastic. Turn your car into cash with an instant Kelly Blue Book offer from Barber Hendrick Honda in Greenville. Go online to barberhendrickhonda.com and experience the Hendrick Fast Pass, where you can buy your next car from the comfort of home. At Barber Hendrick Honda, there will be no payment for 90 days when you finance through Ally, and you may qualify for 0.9% financing on selected models. Barber Hendrick Honda, a proud member of the Eastern North Carolina community at the point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter.
Usually when we have Brian Mull on, I, I enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, well, my, always. Not that I should say usually. Always I enjoy it. Uh, but sometimes during the golf season, particularly uh, between majors or... Yeah, we got to kind of, I don't want to say figure out what to talk about, but, the, you know, maybe there's not the most noteworthy. Oh, since we talked to him last, we've got at least three big stories that we could talk about. And they all kind of center around the same person one way or the other. Uh, we say hello to Brian Mully, covers uh, golf and uh, college hoops. You can follow him on Twitter at BG Mull, uh, the, uh, the uh, excellent writer, Brian Mull. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Patrick, and I hope you are. I am. I guess we start with the most recent uh, bit of news. PGA Tour has denied any golfers waivers requesting to play in the Saudi-backed Live Golf League event in London. A uh, funny tweet from the uh, No Laying Up podcast got Phil Mickelson in like a serious interview setting. Uh, what a lot of people don't know is if you're already suspended, they can't deny your release. That is funny. I, I you know, <laughs> I know we're gonna have some serious talk here probably in this, but this is kind of amusing. Uh, and then there was the other thing from Club Pro Guy, uh, which I mean was a you know satirical kind of story. But point is taken. These guys are independent contractors. They have worked their thousands of hours to develop their skills to get to a point where they can become among the best in the world at what they do. And uh, with that, in a lot of their minds, comes the right to play golf for the highest bid, if you will. And, uh, and for the, their entire lives, for our, everyone's entire golf history, the United States PGA tour has been that place where you could, could play against the best and, um, earn the most money, but the landscape is changing and changing rapidly with live golf. They're serious. They have serious money. And when you start talking about a 48-man field playing a 54-hole golf tournament in first place, $4 million. Last place, $120,000. Not to mention uh, appearance fees, uh, which would certainly be on the table for at least some of the top players, if not all the players. Now, uh, you know, we have, a, we have a dilemma down in uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. Uh, you know, we have, we have a serious rival, and um, – this is, uh, to quote the great Warren Zivon, uh, lawyers, guns, and money are going to be necessary <laughs> to sort this out because uh, there is a lot on the table. Well, let me, before we go applauding the PGA and patting them on the back, this has less to do with any sort of uh, moral or political stance and more to do with, as you said, competition. It, exactly. This is the first viable competition especially since the uh, dp world tour formerly the european tour and the pga tour joined forces last year and are co-sanctioning events including the scottish open the week uh, before the uh, open championship this year uh, where points will be earned on both tours for for that event and you're going to see a ton of americans in that field you know they've taken steps but they can't compete uh, look, the, the marquee event of the PGA Tours, the Players' Championship, just had the highest purse in the history of professional golf. Cameron Smith won $3.6 million. Well, now you're telling guys, all you got to do is go beat 47 guys, and you can win more than that. Um, this is real money. Uh, they've got $2 billion uh, additional guaranteed through 2025 per their most recent statement. And uh, 
there are a lot of players that have a lot of decisions to make. And the tour, the PGA tour is going to be challenged both. It's not for profit status, I think, and whether it has a monopoly and even has the right to, uh, to keep its players from playing elsewhere. Ryan Mole talking golf at BG Mole on Twitter. He's on the Patrick Johnson show with us uh, here today. Caddy Network, other outlets as well. All right, so let's uh, say Johnny Rocket. That's always the popular name when you have a player that appears in a game and you do, he's not listed on the roster. You just call him Johnny Rocket. It gets you through. That's, that's a pro tip for you uh, aspiring broadcasters out there. Uh, so let's say Johnny Rocket, uh, you know, is a middling guy, maybe uh, – or maybe an over-the-hill guy. You pick your uh, backstory. It's kind of choose-your-own-adventure here, Mull. But let's just say Johnny Rocket is uh, they're doing work in the background here. Let's say Johnny Rocket decides that he wants to uh, participate in this uh, live golf and uh, just goes and does it. But he is a member of the PGA Tour. What is the recourse that the Tour has uh, against him legally at this point? And, I, and again, you're not a lawyer just playing one for the perspective of this question. Well, to... To their side, the way that the U.S. PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, the way they see it, they can either suspend that player or from tournaments for, for from the season, for a year, for multiple years, or they even feel like they have the right to issue a lifetime ban. Um, if, if someone chooses to play in one of these live events, they are no longer a U.S. PGA Tour member and not allowed to compete in, uh, you know, the 45 or so events that they sanction every year. Now, whether that's going to hold up in a court, it remains to be seen. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. Look, golf has, has managed to kind of stay above the fray relative to other professional sports. And, and uh, we've not really looked at professional golfers as, as greedy as maybe some look at other athletes right or wrong. And they've kind of managed to, uh, you know, stay above all that for all these years, but that that's about to change and, and quickly because uh, I don't think anyone sh in their right mind should deny someone the opportunity to make as much money as they can. And I understand where the PGA tour has to protect its product and without the best players, it doesn't have the best product. So how that all sorts out, uh, no one really knows. I mean, it, it sounds to me like Greg Norman and who's the commissioner of the live tour and the group that they have no interest whatsoever in backing down. And if they have $2 billion to guarantee towards purses, I'm sure they have plenty of money to pay a very high priced, uh, well-schooled uh, team of uh, a legal team. So uh, this could, could stretch out, could drag out for a while. And, and a lot of players in limbo. I mean, what we're looking at right now is that the live tour doesn't seem to have any superstar marquee names, guys that are going to move the needle. I mean, what, what we're seeing is, is over past their prime guys in their forties, uh, you know, what would have been a good major championship leaderboard 10 or 12 years ago who, who are interested. And it makes certainly makes sense for those guys and then certainly guys that are on the fringe of the PGA tour or maybe on the corn Ferry tour, you can see where it would be interesting to them as well, because there's no guarantee they'll ever have the opportunity to make that kind of yeah. money on the PGA. Tour. All right. Let's assume that under my scenario mole, that uh, Johnny rocket is a uh, two or three time major winner has uh, been a more popular player. Does that change the narrative a little bit for the PGA? In other words, Let's say he is uh, considered to be one of the superstars of the PGA Tour, but he decides he wants to go over and do this for whatever reason. 
does that change their perspective or, or is that when we get to into the game of chicken here a little bit? Yeah, I think it's certainly a game of chicken. I mean, that those are the guys that the tour does not, you know, can't afford to lose. Uh, for example, let's just put Dustin Johnson's name out there. I mean, Dustin Johnson's certainly uh, not past his prime, but, but, but his peak, you know, he, he may be just beyond his peak and, um, you know, maybe he chooses that, uh, he, you know, he's a married man now. He's got a family. Maybe he only wants to play these 10 or 12 events. And the idea of going over and, and, and playing against a bunch of guys that he knows he can beat and picking up four million a couple of times a year is pretty intriguing to him. Now, the other part of that for the American players in particular is the, what happens with their corporate, you know, sponsorships. Is that something that, that guaranteed money that they have for, for showing up places and appearing on your television set, is it worth it to lose that? Um, You know, those are individual decisions that are going to have to be made. But when you're talking about this type of guaranteed money, just to go play 54 holes of golf, I mean, guys have to look at it. I understand. I mean, they certainly have to think about what's in their best interest. Uh, The other part of this is what do the major championships do? Right. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, as we know, the four major championships are each run by their own governing body separate from the PGA Tour, but those groups have all worked together better than ever here in the last couple of years because they were forced to because of the pandemic and rearranging schedules and making sure they could hold as many of the championships whatsoever. So I think the communication there has never been stronger. And you know, as it stands right now, you would think a guy could play in the live golf series. They're probably going to have world ranking points. They could accumulate enough points through that to be eligible for the majors. So those are decisions that have to be made to the, to the groups each go on, make their own decisions that, that suit them the best, or do they kind of work collaborative in a collaborative nature and, and do what they think is best for the game of golf? Well, let's be real honest here, Brian. Uh, it's easy for the PGA uh, tour to be riding in on the white hat because the Saudis are involved. I, I think if it were any other uh, situation where a competitor was being, uh, was trying to get going and had a bunch of legitimate backing uh, that uh, we wouldn't be, there wouldn't be this moral righteousness being put on display uh, by uh, the blue checkmark brigade uh, that covers golf. Um, am I, am I right or wrong about that in your mind? No, I think you're right. And I think that um, around the rest of the world, uh, the, the feelings aren't as strong against the Saudis. Uh, look, they're, they're involved in formula one racing. They're involved in ownership of premier league soccer They've held major uh, tennis and boxing events. Of course, they have. They've had the big golf event there the last few few years. Uh, that Harold Varner the third one. Uh, they paid a lot of handsome appearance fees to a lot of the top players for that event. And so, I think around the world, it's it's not viewed in, in quite as harshly as it is. But uh, yes, you make an excellent point. All right. So Phil Mickelson obviously is. Um... The name that, uh, along with Greg Norman, I think, you know, if you're talking about kind of two major names right now uh, that are embroiled in this to a degree, uh, Mickelson is one of them. There's a lot on Phil coming up. But what do you think? Should we read anything into the fact that Phil is coming back uh, next week to the PGA Championship? Is that definitely saying he will not go participate in live? or Or do you think that's maybe one of the great mysteries in this thing? 
No, I mean, that's a great mystery. I think even when his agent put out the statement a few weeks ago, he said, these are the events that Phil wants to play. And I'm still not 100% certain that Phil's going to play next week at Southern Hills. I, I read some comments from Seth Waugh, the CEO of the PGA of America, and he said he had been in contact uh, several times with Phil. And basically, they don't want their event in Oklahoma next week turned into a circus so Phil's going to have to figure out and they're going to have to figure out how he can handle his media responsibilities to answer all of these questions that he, that are coming um, in some form or fashion. There was even some suggestion that he would be better off to do that this week and then get to the tournament and say, look, I've already I've already spoken about all that. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So as not to detract from one of golf's four major championships. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to believe Phil's there until he's pegging it on Thursday, you know, in Southern Hills um, in the in the first round. Uh, and I, nor would I be surprised if he shows up in London in June and plays in this tournament. Gotcha. Uh, Tiger next week. Uh, what, what are your feelings on the fact that he will uh, play in this PGA championship? Yeah, I think he'll be a factor. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying he's going to contend for four days, but uh, his game looked awfully good at Augusta until the kind of the, the fatigue and the cold weather got him. I mean, he's going back to a place where he's won one of his 15 major championships. And uh, by all accounts, his game was in excellent shape uh, during his practice round there. And I think he's had some time in the last few weeks to build some strength in that leg. It's not quite as grueling a walk. The weather's not going to be, uh, you know, the extreme heat that they faced when they played there in August in 2007. So I think he he should be able to handle it a little better physically. Um, the limp is still is going to be part of his gait uh, forever. I think I don't think that's ever going to go away, and he's going to have to deal with a certain level of pain uh, to play tournament golf for the rest of his career as well. But certainly he has a high threshold of that. The man won the U.S. Open on a broken leg, um, so I think. I think he'll play and I think he'll play pretty well. I think it's the type of golf course where he can think his way around and, and his iron game is still uh, elite. His short game still very good. And he doesn't have to hit his driver necessarily on every hole. We talked to you last week. Uh, and then the next day, the excerpt came out, uh, that, uh, says that Mickelson lost. We go back to Phil lost 40 upwards of $40 million while gambling. Uh, that is according to the uh, publisher of his uh, unauthorized biography that is uh, coming out later uh, later on, soon, actually. Yeah. Those are court records uh, the, when uh, the insider trading scheme that Phil was uh, involved with, Billy Walters, who served time in federal prison, uh, you know, they had access to Phil's financial records. That was $40 million from 2010 to 2014. And that's just what he reported. So it it's, could very reasonably be a higher figure than that. And we're talking about $10 million a year, which is a significant amount of money. I don't care how much you're making. Well, does that then go back to the reason why we, why Mickelson maybe might wind up playing overseas? It has to. I mean, look, uh, as hard as it may be to believe for all of us, <laughs> he has some financial issues or at least did at one time. Look, he couldn't pay the man who carried his clubs for 25 years. And that is uh, unacceptable. And any, you know, certainly as a former PGA tour caddy, that, that hits close to home for me. I just can't imagine um, the guy who, who carried his equipment, who allowed him to achieve all of his success, had a hard time uh, getting paid. We're talking in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, uh, that tells me that there was a real crunch there for cash on hand. And 
the only explanation for that is uh, is some type of gambling issue where, um, you know, he was in debt to a lot of people. All right. Uh, AT&T Byron Nelson this week in Texas. Uh, give me give me a little run on the field here before the PGA. Yeah, we have a good field. Uh, Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, uh, certainly a, a, an excellent field showing up in Dallas, of course, only four hours away from Tulsa. So uh, trying to tune up the golf course is not really comparable in any form or fashion, but certainly guys just wanting to, to kind of get four rounds under their belt. You always wonder the week before major, the, uh, whether the top players are there to win or whether they are there just to kind of figure some things out and make sure that their game is firing on all cylinders for the following week. But I, th- I think it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll be an interesting event. It's kind of a birdie fest type golf course, uh, kind of a shootout type where it'll take a lot of putting. So wouldn't be surprised to get a, get a, a long shot winner there either. Gotcha. Hey, Brian, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Patrick. There he goes. Brian Mole, follow him on Twitter at BG Mole, Caddy Network's Brian Mole there. I just think they got a big problem. I, I just, if somebody, if this goes to court, the only reason this thing is not getting lambasted by, again, the blue checkmark brigade on uh, the Twitter machine that covers golf especially is because the Saudis are involved and they have this deplorable human rights uh, record. So, if this, because uh, I mean, this is the same group that you know they want the athletes to get paid. So I mean, how is this any different? These guys are independent contractors, and yeah, you know the names that make, and you make a handsome living uh, playing uh, on the PGA Tour. But there's guys that are that are kind of fighting this thing, and and maybe somebody that's a young guy that hasn't been able to to crack the code yet or catch a break. I feel like they can go over to Saudi Arabia, play a less round, and have less people in the field. They can win some life-changing money. Uh, did we mention that the Canes won last night, Ben? Did we? Have we brought that? I know I haven't brought it up. Did you do it in the update? I stepped away for part of the update, so I didn't. I didn't, I didn't but uh, I told you thing. to buy in in the anonymous text line yesterday that uh, Rod Brindamore is ticked off, and uh, this team's gonna win. It's guaranteed. Put all your money on it if yeah. you're a betting man, and if we were, if that was legal. Okay. Well, yeah, it's all for entertainment purposes only. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, five-one. So I'm back on the bandwagon. And I'm ready for tomorrow night. There you go. You're Carolina Hurricanes. We'll close it up. I am back now on your Carolina Hurricanes bandwagon. They did the same thing uh, last The bad year, news, well, I'm always on. I, if, as soon as they lose, I'm off the bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night's concert on the Common with the Chicago Chicago tribute band, Chicago Rewired. They're excellent. Uh, unfortunately, it's had to be postponed because of the rainy and windy forecast for tomorrow. So we are working to reschedule that, and we'll let you know on our social media and on this show. As soon as we know something. All right. Uh, great to have uh, Mole on today. Nice job by intern Noah. And uh, good to talk to you, Ben. I'll uh, see you Friday or Pilk on Friday. Okay. Okay. Pilk will be there Friday. Okay. Yeah, we'll work it all out. All right. Uh, take care. We'll catch everybody uh, tomorrow. Five o'clock. Patrick Johnson show. Cuddly yog me up like a quilt. I'm a lyrical lover. No take me thin or filled with my sexual physique. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey gang, it's Patrick Johnson. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest precision medicine using natural biologics. Growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here.
QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids,